0: And I'm Keshav Gopal, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Student Review Podcast.
1: The Student Review Podcast is a show brought to you by the students of Symbiasis School for Liberal Arts, Pune. It is executively produced by Dr. Anita Patankar, and the producers of the show are Megha Nair and Suchetna Banerjee.
0: Here, we talk about art, music, society, popular culture, and try to bridge the gap between what we need to talk about and what we want to talk about.
1: Apparently we are in Libra season now, and that is supposed to be the season of reality checks and prioritizing elements in your life. I'm not really sure as to how that would affect my Aries self though.
0: Wait, what are you talking about?
1: Are you telling me you have no idea about this?
0: Not at all.
1: Okay, okay, let me break this down for you. Have you heard of a sun sign?
0: Sort of. People have asked me what my sun sign is, and I know what mine is, but I don't really know what it means, and I don't really know about the other sun signs.
1: So the sun is your identity. Your sun sign's element is helpful in understanding your self-expression tendencies and how you recharge yourself. Then there's the moon sign. Have you heard of that? No. Okay, so the moon is the soul behind your identity. Your moon sign's element is helpful in understanding how you typically react in emotional situations. Then there's also the rising sign, which is popularly known as the ascendant. This is your social personality. Your rising sign's element is helpful in understanding your overall approach to life.
0: Okay, but what is an element? You keep talking about elements and I don't really know what that means.
1: Right. So. You know how there are 12 signs? These signs are grouped into elements. Now speaking in terms of the sun signs, there are the fire signs. These are Aries, Leo and Sagittarius. They tend to be passionate, dynamic and temperamental. They often recharge through physical activity and by engaging themselves in goal oriented tasks. The air signs are Gemini, Libra and Aquarius. They are supposed to be all about action, ideas and motion. They like expressing themselves intellectually and they do well with social situations. The earth signs are Taurus, Virgo and Capricorn. They are supposed to be grounded people on the planet, the ones who bring us down to earth and remind us to start with a solid foundation. They are loyal and stable and stick by their people through hard times. The water signs are Cancer, Scorpio and Pisces. They are intuitive, emotional and ultra-sensitive. They can also be really mysterious. These signs often have intense dreams and feeling secure is really important to them.
0: To be very honest, I've never really believed in astrology or sun signs because it's not exactly a proven science. Obviously that isn't the only thing to it. But I see more and more posts on social media about something being so Gemini or things like, he's such a Virgo, and it just seems so bizarre to me. Before social media, it was newspapers with astrology columns with very vague advice and future events that are applicable to anybody.
1: Yeah, because these posts on social media are actually grouped under the term Pop Astrology. This refers to astrology that is so digestible that you don't even need to know astrological terminology to understand it. Much of pop astrology is based on sun science which is just a tiny aspect of a person's planetary makeup. The vast majority of astrologists would in fact argue that's not even astrology. They would say it's a nice guide but it's not an accurate forecast. In other words. A meme about how an Aries never admits they're wrong is fun for the sake of tagging your friends or relaying some passive-aggressive comment. But if you are more into astrological forecasts, you would need to look at your birth chart and how the planets are affecting each of your placements. It's extremely
0: individual. I'm getting the hang of it, but that doesn't explain why people follow astrology so closely. As you said, it's a nice guide but not an accurate forecast. If there's so much that can go wrong in a prediction, why even bother?
1: So apart from the very obvious comfort of vague validation, it also seems to be a meeting point for people. It's such a great way, you know, to break the ice in conversations. It's a fun element to bring in regardless of whether the other person is interested in such a topic or not. I think it's the sheer magnitude of the polarities within opinions about astrology that makes us pause and read more. Now, this is more along the lines of people who actively read different forms of horoscopes, be it actual bajan daruala forecasts for the year or Instagram reaction pictures catering to your sign. Astrology also seems like it's a way to gain an additional sense of clarity in one's way of living. It can be broad statements from your favorite horoscope app that says something like, do what you think is right today, good will come to you, or like, take time out to tend to yourself today, stuff like that. These are statements that don't often decide people's way of living, at least the demographic I'm referring to, but they can aid them in feeling less overwhelmed with the fast-paced events in life. Obviously, I mean movies like What's Your Rashi just tend to serve a dramatization of these astrological tropes while forming a large part of how Pop Astrology has been conceived and perpetuated.
0: To me, it just seems that Pop Astrology is something that's not meant to be taken very seriously. Like as you said, uh, astrologers themselves don't consider Pop Astrology as real astrology. And pop astrology just seems pretty derivative from historical Western astrological concepts. Like, looking at the skies has been something we've been doing for a while now. And in ancient Egypt, farmers used the sky as a calendar. Travelers used the sky as a compass. In 3000 BC, the Mesopotamian civilizations had begun naming constellations. The Babylonians realized that the sequence of the constellations and the movement of the sun and the planets can be used as a way to measure celestial time by dividing them into 12 equal segments. But the Greeks named the zodiac as we know them to be today.
1: Okay, right. So there's an entire historical context to it. Is this understanding of astrology different in the Indian context? Like, have you looked that up?
0: I actually have, and ancient Indian astrology uses a completely different chart as compared to the ones used by Western astrologers. It's regarded as the oldest system of astrology known to mankind. As per the estimates from Puranic time and the archaeological record, ancient Indian astrology goes as far as 5000 BC. History of astrology has its roots in the Vedas of Hinduism that are the oldest scriptures in the world. But you know what, Anushka? It's still very confusing to me that Astrology has become so popular digitally. Why do you think that is?
1: I think that's pretty similar to what we just spoke about. The reasons why people who do follow Astrology follow it closely. Astrology columns, or what is known as tabloid Astrology, could easily be digitized into websites and mobile apps as well. It's such an easy oversimplification of an ancient study, art, or whatever you would like to call it. So I understand that this is probably subjective, but for someone like me who recently discovered apps that take your birth time and place, then personalize the notifications they send to you, it's been interesting to explore why I have spent the time I have with these apps and with my friends in reading up about ourselves, our place in the world, and our relationships with each other. So. This happens to us quite a bit, we discuss something or think about something and within a few hours the app almost uses the exact or similar words to phrase something around the same topic. Most of the time, we're kind of taken aback and I think the shock of this draws us closer to not deleting these apps. This could obviously also indicate some sort of a frequency illusion, you know? So there's this linguist called Arnold Zwicky and he came up with the term frequency illusion in 2006 which indicates a crossover between selective attention and confirmation bias. Selective attention is just our brain's capability to tune out non-relevant information so that we suddenly notice only related information. Then there's confirmation bias which is essentially just humans loving to confirm their own suspicions, and them prioritizing information which backs their own
0: beliefs. I think it's somewhat related to the Barnum Effect. It's where broad and vague statements are seemingly only applicable to you, but are in fact applicable to most people. For example, statements like, you're a strong, independent person, but you fear harsh criticism from your close ones, can be applied to everyone and I feel astrology columns, apps and pop astrology pages on social media just tend to utilize this very often.
1: Yeah, Kesha, but that's not all that there is to astrology. All the newspapers it is pretty general, astrology can be tailored as you like it to be. Kundlis are really specific and even social media posts have become specific to your rising sign and so on. It depends on what you like to believe in.
0: Yeah, but that's how a business would operate, wouldn't it? You wouldn't challenge someone's beliefs and ideals if it meant you'd lose money. Like it makes sense that they position their business models like that. Things with maximum appeal sell and we know that.
1: True, they have incorporated self-care with astrology as well. It's the perfect capitalistic tool. These models draw in the mind as well as the body. There are so many skincare and health products now that cater to your sun sign. On was saying that a certain scent, a certain combination of ingredients cater to one kind of planetary position better than the other.
0: That just seems even more ridiculous to me, to be very honest.
1: It is. But can I ask you something? What's your zodiac?
0: Oh, uh, I'm a Leo. Really?
1: I'm kind of getting a Virgo vibe from you though.
0: Oh my god, this is not happening. I'm done with this for today.
1: (laughs) But if you guys want to know more about astrology, then you can check out these podcasts that we happen to love. The Astrology Podcast, What's Your Sign and the Astro Twins Radio.
0: we hope you enjoyed listening to this episode if you liked it don't forget to follow us on SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts also for more updates behind the scenes and to get to know the team follow us at TSR Podcast on Instagram
1: if you have any episode ideas feedback or comments write to us at PSR podcast at ssla.edu.in. We would love to know what you thought. We'll be back soon with another interesting topic. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs> <That was> so <laughs> rad. I <laughs>